Hi everyone, and welcome to the Veg Talk podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Davey. I'll be sharing conversations that I've had with people who are helping us to live healthier and more compassionate lives through our food choices and daily actions. We'll be hearing from people who are changing the game in their respected fields, whether it be business, sport, food, social media, writing, tech, activism, politics, and more. Now, please allow me to introduce my next guest. On this week's special episode of the Veg Talk podcast, we speak with Nelson Costa and Edna Guevara. They are two plant-powered athletes originally from Brazil. Edna is an ultra-marathoner and Nelson is an Ironman triathlete. So we recorded this podcast 100% on the fly after Vlad, the owner of Organic Grill, connected us. The restaurant turned into a bit of a podcast studio, so please bear with me if the audio is not up to usual standard, as we did record in the restaurant. It was an opportunity I couldn't turn down. It was a lot of fun, and I connected with two amazing humans. After our chat, Nelson actually challenged me to a 18-mile race in Central Park next month in September, so it basically gives me one month to train. I'm all in. I'm registered, and I'll keep you all updated on my progress through the Instagram page. So let's get started. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. All right, guys, we're live. Awesome. That's we're great. rolling. So oh, glad to be here, man. I'm great, Matthew. Stoked to have you here, guys. So we are in Organic Grill. Yeah. Organic Grill. Right on the, the streets of New York City. First so Avenue. Nice. First Avenue, New York Beautiful City. Beautiful day. It is an yeah. unreal day, and we've been connected by the great man, Vlad. Vlad, the yes. best chef in New York. The owner of Organic <laughs> Grill. Absolute for me, for me, champion. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome food. If you haven't been down Organic Grill. Oh, Organic Grill is the best, the best. Yeah. You need to come down. But if you hear any sirens or loud traffic in the background it's because we're right on the street it's the basically. beauty it's the yeah. beauty of like raw like good like podcast exactly reality <laughs> i love this <laughs> this is real this real, is real real so we are here with edna gavaha yes and nelson costa yes 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 stoked to have you here guys and we're gonna dig deep into your into your story and see where you've come from and and what you guys are up to today <laughs> so yeah i'd love to start there so you're from brazil yes we'll take it one at a time whoever wants to start i'd love to hear like what it was like growing up in brazil and you know wow what your hobbies wow. were what was like typical family situation and, and what you were eating back then like growing up in brazil is easy at the same time it's hard it's 50 50 like people say all the time like when you if you travel a little bit in south america you're gonna see like you have opportunities in the same time you have hard time it's like in new york city this is the city that there is no bs here because if you come here you have opportunities but at the same time it's hard growing up in brazil was like more family it's like or our family i can i think i can say both of us, my wife and I, yeah. they, they, they run it from the Second World War and set up camp in South Brazil. My, my family was from France and her family was from Spain. And uh, we grew up in this environment where community and the hard work was the foundation of our life. So my father, they used to make their own bread. 
they used to cook their own food, have their own cow in the back and everything. It was like um, um, very, very agriculture like environment, but at the same time, this big city was close to us. Yes. Right? It's yeah. close to us. So we have to go to school and deal with like the hard life of Brazil because it's a mix. If you go to Brazil, you're going to see like very rich people, very poor people, middle class. It's, the, it's a, a mix of cultures. And uh, living that situation makes you like at the same time fragile. And, and uh, because you want to have some things that other people have and your family, it's a different family who doesn't have like money or time to like give you attention or 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 have the same capacity the other families who support their children have but in the same time you're glad because you work with your father you work with your mother you have food in, on your table you you play with different friends like you can we used to stay out play until like 1 p.m. I mean 1 a.m. in a night right like like who does that you cannot do this in New York City. Like, well, when, like play in the streets, 1 a.m. Like without worry about like some criminal activities or something. I don't know. Yeah. So we have some kind of experience that today I think lots of people do not understand. Playing soccer, playing jiu-jitsu in Brazil. Like we don't have like jiu-jitsu MMA that time, but you used to do like like free fights on yeah. the road like in the night <laughs> for fun. And the food is amazing. And at the same time, the hard situation to work and make minimal age and see like the history behind your family, like each day, little by little, like showing uh, uh, how hard it was for them, right? Yes. And how hard it is for, was for them and still like hard of their past yeah. like right here you can tell by my accent I'm an immigrant immigrant here in the United States so it's hard for me sometimes to stay see my family two or three times in a, in a year to go to Brazil it's kind of expensive and for them to come here they're old but took a couple years for them to return to France and Spain see their family they, they left behind because of the war and you can tell they got mind sick because of that the experience was not good at all and they somehow that everything reflects reflects in like in us yeah. for sure I think yeah yeah, yeah. but it was great yeah. I, I don't have any complaint at all I think hard life sometimes build it up something in your life and I'm glad I'm a one of I don't know people can say whatever they want to but I'm saying like if you have like a easy life like when there is no easy life. Everybody has something to complain, right? But I'm glad that I had difficult, difficult times and, and beautiful times that build it up myself. And I can like fight for something better for me, my wife, my family today. It's yeah. that foundation. It's that foundation. Yeah. Yeah. So you've, you know, yeah. from, from the people that are around you, the family, the friends, you know, the financial situation, yes. the living situation, everything has... You know, a part in, in building who you are today. Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. And yeah, I th as you were saying before, I think if you know, maybe if things are a little bit easier, because mm. you're right, everyone has 
some hardship in life. No life is easy. But, yeah, if you have continual things that are, are, are difficult, uh-huh. it's going to... It's going to make you a hard-working person. Sure, sure. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. So you Absolutely. think you built that up at a young age? Yes, I think I built it up, like, not just through family, but friends fighting in schools. Mm-hmm. Like, you, in Brazil, it's about soccer and fight, even today. And uh, somebody, else, somebody else kick your ass, other people, like, punch you in the face, you got robbed, and, uh, and when you got home, you tell your father, hey, I got punched in the face. Your father say, good, this is good. So you, 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 you fight back, you fought back. No, daddy. Oh, so right now I'm, I'm going to punch you in the face. You should return the punch. And that is going to like, makes you like, like think about it and, and learn about it. This uh, thing about life that people search for comfortable all the time. And uh, in the end you say, you know what? Go to hell with this. Let me let me let me deal in the best way possible and see how I'm going to survive. Yeah, yeah. It was like not just family but friends and and today I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad, Matthew. It sounds hard. like yeah, yeah. I can see it. I can see it in your eyes that you're <laughs> you're super you know happy with with how everything's panned out and where sure, you're at. Sure. So how about you, Edna? What was life growing oh, up for you? Were you were you close together? Were, were you Raised oh, in close, close, cities? yeah, like one hour from, it, from each, each other. other yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm fr- a city next to his city. Okay. Well, I I have I had a, a simple life, great family. You know, all about family. Everybody stick together, and uh, my father is a beekeeper, so I always be na- near to nature, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I have a good life. Beautiful. That, like Nelson said, with problems like everybody else. But uh, it was simple. But uh, you don't see problems on the simple. It was good. With the connection to nature, I think um, you alluded to it before mm-hmm. with having like kind of this symbiosis where you were where you were living with you know the plant plants around you the cow yes. in your backyard that yeah. type of life you as well with yes. beekeeping you understand uh-huh. yeah. from a younger age maybe yes so yeah. can you imagine like 25 guys together in a river a strong <laughs> river like everybody looking to each other and say who's gonna jump first <laughs> and like oh man this is kind of like nah, it's kind of dangerous not, no I'm not gonna jump and somebody else sudden jump in water and they call you like, you're a sissy, you should jump right here. Then everybody follow each other. And between here and there, you learn like how to stay like strong when you have friends who support you or who kick your butt. And, and let's go to this place right now. I, I, I heard they have this hard mountain to climb and they have snakes. So can you imagine a stupid 15 years old, 14 years old, okay, let's climb a mountain full of rattlesnakes because could be dangerous. <laughs> you, you think you're a man, right? And then you watch movies like Rambo or Arnold Schwarzenegger doing their things and you don't have money to buy those weightlifting, like those barbells or dumbbells, and you pick it up like cement with painting boxes, like stuff, buckets different, and build it up your own lifting shit. 
and you start lifting to be bigger than your friend and go to school. Listen, man, I got the new because in my time we don't have you. You didn't have YouTube, no. And you have to buy big tapes. So when when one of, when one of my friends used to buy a tape or myself because we we are we are from this area close to Paraguay when he used to buy everything from Paraguay, right? When somebody else got like a Rambo, like Rambo one or two tapes, oh man, he used to be the king. Or a magazine with Arnold Schwarzenegger in front of it. It's like, dude, that was our inspiration. Yeah. Today, yeah, internet, like this new generation right now have lots of people who do like crazy good stuff and at the same time bad stuff. But for us in that time, to watch a movie like, like that, to inspire you to wake up in a different day and do something stupid because you think you're a Rambo. <laughs> so it sounds like you guys had a very a very free will. I think that's and the right word. You were word, young yeah. at heart and there was nothing really, you know, shaping you to, you know, you have to be you have to be a certain way. It was more oh. it was more free it's and very fun. Free. Very that's free. That's awesome. Yeah. It was yes. more like that. Yes. For sure. I think maybe because of the war, our family learned that. Yep. And the same time, if you do something wrong, my father, because he was a, a marshal, he, if I do something stupid to make with other people, like to prejudice other people or something, like commit something like a criminal stuff, he used to kick my butt. Yeah. Like, you don't do this. You have to respect each other. We are a big community where everybody's working here. You guys can have fun. You guys can go out. But... I want to see some like good notes in the school. I want to see good numbers there, and I want to see people like like treating you good because you treat them good. So, I think really that's the cool. results of war. <laughs> yeah, it very well could be. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's yeah. that. We were saying that before. That your past shapes who you are, but it also shapes, you know, how you're going to interact with your children and and your other family members. So sure, yeah. yeah, it definitely yeah. all all comes into all comes into play absolutely. absolutely so what do you think of Brazil now in turn I've heard that it's you know um, one of the what's obviously the destruction of the, the uh -huh. Amazon rainforest oh my and um, the meat industry definitely sounds like it's uh, one of the, the bigger corporate giants in, in Brazil has yes. it changed since you've left? Has it changed, you know, in the last 10, 15 oh, years? Oh, Brazil, I think every two months, Brazil changes. Not for good, for bad. Some some people are doing a great job. I cannot generalize everything, but you got to understand the culture behind. Everybody have to cattle. Everybody have to... Who have, like, a farm or, like, an area you will have to use for cattle like have like animals for the big corporations or you gotta become like agriculture and like work with soy and stuff and you gotta understand brazil brazil it's like for people who never went to south america or maybe went to europe it's like uh, when you go to spain then you drive it for a while from a different country you see france is different from spain but it's not too far you take a train you go to germany it's not too far but at the same time it's completely different brazil is like that if you go south brazil most of the people who live in like in my area they ran from the second world war and the japanese as well and set up camp right there 
so they are more like yes they have more security you don't see like poverty at all it's more like you see like in New York different language people speaking like in Germany in German and French and stuff but if you go a little bit to the north you're gonna see like big cities like Sao Paulo and Rio where the big corporations set up camp and they have these huge companies international companies and big cities without nothing just buildings and then to reach about Amazon to talk about Amazon that's why I'm saying this when you go to the Amazon Amazon I never went to Amazon because it's always up north between like like an, um, a beautiful place called the north of Brazil where the beaches are beautiful the tropical area yep. like 80 degrees every like not humid but pretty nice and and, 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 and and calm but there's a lot of poverty poverty there and there's this place called Amazon where is the everybody talking about it but not just the Brazilian people but everybody around the world trying to take something from that place you know taking like re like using that for uh, 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 their benefits uh, there is people who say crazy things about Amazon, seeing like military airplanes going flying there to check the area from different countries. There's people saying that the Brazilian corp uh, 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 government are, in, are involved in some kind of corporation situation trying to like sell or, or, or private, private, privatize Amazon for different companies. Crazy, crazy stories that you, it is hard to tell who is telling the truth, but for sure Amazon from, from now like in two months let's say at the end of this year Amazon is gonna be a little bit more like destructive yeah it's not you're not gonna see more like the vegetation probably so there's a lot of talk you don't know what's true what's false but there's one thing that we can say and it's being exploited of course yeah I'm uh, like making the long story short like I'm trying just to put people to this perspective to understand like listen don't trust anybody because you never know who's telling you the truth but for sure they are doing something bad there yeah you can you there's people who gonna like using their benefits like people for the good and who say okay help us to save Amazon but in the end they are like helping destroying the Amazon there's the indigenous people who are there suffering in the middle of this battle and uh, there is yes good corporations who go there and try to become partners with the indigenous people helping them for the good and the other people like if you see it acai that fruit a couple years ago you never heard about acai right here yep. in the united states right now everywhere you go there is acai take yep. a smoothie acai smoothie like this like everything there is acai but it, they don't get it how hard it is to produce acai and uh, how those companies deal with those uh, agricultures, uh, uh, deal with those farmers to take the fruit and import the fruit to sell right here. And there is the coffee planters, there is the cattle um, and people who were the most like complicated people. But they're not just it's not just the family who are complicated. It's the government. Can you imagine? You have your farm. You want to do something good there. But nobody's gonna buy your produce. 
so they have to do something to get extra money they they kind of surrender themselves for whatever pay more and uh, at the same time there's people who say oh let's bring some good stuff here for Amazon good corporation and they trust those corporation and in the end they got like how can I say explore explore it yeah yeah it's I mean I can't again I I've never been to Brazil uh-huh. I've never been to the Amazon so it, it almost seems like this mystical place you know that is so a couple months ago they had a fight to prohibit organic food in Brazil. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Like this, this guy, like this, these senators, they want to prove a law that, okay, organic food is bad for you. They're not going to allow organic food to be sold in supermarkets, blah, 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 because it's good when you have like companies who take care of your own produce and help the farmers. The farmers. Dude, come on, man. This is this is real. This is real. I, I, this is I can tell you for sure because it was all over newspaper, and they, they thank God or whatever who did, did not pass yet, but they are fighting. For it. Yeah, I think again going back to your your point about it's it's hard to trust. Um, it's hard to trust people mm-hmm. these days that are telling us what's good for us, what's not good for us, because. Sure. Well, as we all found out that, you know, we've been told things in the past about what we're eating. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that is not particularly serving us very well, but we're told it's the, you know, the right way to, to go about things. Of course. I think we have, we have to use common sense. People who want to help Amazon, I think the first thing they have to do is go there. Check it out with your own eyes. See what's going on. Don't trust just the corporation who are trying to help or the corporation who are not helping at all because you've got to find balance between both. Right. Yep. yep. Right? Between the bad and the good there. Because sometimes you're going to like fucked up with the bad corporation and everything goes wrong because you want to help some community. But listen, man, the people who you're thinking that you are helping, in the end, you're like doing some damaging without knowing. Yeah. Go understand the culture, see with your own eyes and see how you can get help. involved with the Brazilians and then you decided what to do. And also see how you, like sitting here in the United States of America, our decisions are still affecting cultures around the world. Absolutely. Not everything yeah, no. we grow and eat is from America. Uh-huh. You know, we're eating foods from Mexico, we're eating foods from from South America as well. Um, so I think we have to we have to pay attention that we're part of a global community now, and our decisions on a daily basis are definitely yeah. affecting other cultures and other communities. Um, and yeah, we should pay a lot more attention to uh, For sure. to what we're purchasing, yeah, and, and who and who we're affecting. And I and I don't know who said that, but I say like he said like when you you deal with government, like even Brazil, you. You should understand that when you buy something, it's your vote. What kind of produce you buy? Like your money is the vote. If you invest your money in corporation, like uh, I'm not gonna say names, but like fast food corporations, okay, they're gonna invade your space, gonna take over, and uh, the government because gonna see the the results because capitalism works sometimes. 
and uh, sometimes doesn't. It's an imbalance. You vote for a specific thing, buying their products, actually, you're gonna ruin the future of the country. Think it this way, Brazil have everything, Matthew. They have water. They don't need water from the world, they have everything. Brazil is self-sustainable. But why? There is so much people who are starving to death right there. Politics. Yeah. The end is politics. And uh, if you are smart, that's what I tell people all the time. Smart people, they're looking for new ways to improve and do better. That smart people do it. But lately, that's the human being, right? The smart people, they don't want to do it for the benefits of the world. They want to do it for the benefits of themselves. And I hope this generation right now could do something else, change. Yeah, I think that's, um, that's really important for us more than ever now. Mm -hmm. we've, we've, the world's gotten to a point where, and we're seeing it in environmental, like the, the wildfires fires in, the fires in California, um, yep. you know, climate change, um, hunger, world and hunger, yeah. people in America, people in Brazil, people in Africa, these countries, people are, are starving. Yes. But yes. We, we definitely have the resources on this planet today to feed everyone. But it's the greed of a certain, you know, few compared to the rest of us. That's it definitely was one of the motives that I became vegan. Yeah. Sustainability, sustainability, like, like it's too much, man. So let's get into that. Let's get into that, guys. So, you know, you've grown up in Brazil uh -huh. and you've had a, what sounds like a really enjoyable childhood. Uh-huh, uh-huh. At what point, what came first? The, the choice to adopt a plant-based diet or moving to America? What came first? I was moving to America. Moving to yeah. America, yeah. 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 So you moved to America. Yeah. Was it both to study? Yeah, the, the, I came first. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I was studying uh, right here in the United States, University of Florida. Okay. And I want to learn English. And uh, in that time, my family was supporting me. And, and uh, my dream as a child was funny, but all the people from France and, and Italy and Spain, we were Catholics in Brazil. Mm -hmm. And I want to become a priest. That was my dream. I want to become a priest. I want to become a priest. Why? Because all the people that I know in my childhood, doctors, uh, judges, and everybody in the end the topic it was always like God in the end God is gonna do this in the end God is gonna do that and I was like okay who's that God I want to learn about it so then I, I, I came into America and I st started studying philosophy of religion and then I did my PhD in theology and I was working helping community here when my wife came to visit the United States yep. and we met the church yes and uh, church in America. And a a church, church in America, in living America. one hour from each other in Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Never Amazing. met there. No. And I was working at church, no. and uh, we met, we talked, we have like some yeah. uh, time together. <laughs> she was about to go back to, to go Brazil, back to Brazil. And, uh, yeah. and I gave her some options, and we got together. So have been almost 20 years. So almost. From, so from that point. You guys were inseparable? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
So did you fly home, Edna, or did you stay? I stay. You stay? I stay. And after nine months, I get married. <laughs> yeah, you got to understand like a young. You were young, yes. and I was like, the only way I can hold this uh, girl right here, if I talk to her father and propose her. So in that time, I have like um, the, the enough money and a job and security yeah. to get married. So I was like, why not? Why not? Does look like she have some good ideas, and <laughs> uh, I can try. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, have been worked since then. Twenty years. Twenty. Yeah. Almost. almost yeah. <laughs> Next year is gonna be twenty years together. That is amazing. Yeah. Actually, in 2020. 2020. <laughs> yeah, see? Well, that's a that's really... That's why it works. He always, yeah. like, picks me up. Uh, <laughs> I was 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is an incredible story. Yeah. In, yeah. A, in and of itself, I think. So, I, I didn't yeah. know that. So, I'm... Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you, you shared that with me. So, yeah. you guys it's get nice. together in Florida. What, ha what happens after that for you two? So, then Florida did not work. We came to Connecticut. And uh, I started to work for a different company here. And Edna opened up her own company here. Like, like she have a company helping like, lots of people. And, and, and they work with the hospitals. Like the, when you see people throwing out like, like those uh, syringes and stuff, our company taking care of that. And uh, we are here since then. Yeah. And Edna had more time than I and start doing her yeah, running stuff running and became vegan first okay yeah, one week first <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm making the long story short like yeah. we got together for 20 years between like rolling good and bads and and, yeah. and working hard here and uh, we decided not to have children it was yes, a decision it was a choice it was a choice yep. no, yeah we decided to have dogs yeah we have a yorkshire <laughs> we have a yorkshire period. right now yeah and uh puppies are puppies are good puppies yeah, I are love, good i love, love dogs. dogs yeah <laughs> and uh she was like working with like her uh company with their pe her people and uh, mm -hmm. i was doing my crazy stuff with the bank yep <laughs> yeah so let's get into that just for a second here so you started your own company in in yeah. the US in Connecticut yeah in Connecticut yeah. and it's helping cleaning it's up yeah yes uh, it's we we help clean uh, waste for the hospitals mm -hmm. and the uh, offices and uh, yeah, it's more it's more commercial yep yeah and um, it's been good for 20 the years. good thing it was like my company that I work in Brazil it's a credit union company yep and when we decided to open the company was to like um, helping only like people who work for the healthcare community. Yeah. So the healthcare it's like if you're a doc or if you're a student who just finished college and you need money to open your like let's say you're a dentist, you don't have money to buy equipment. Right. So come to us, not the government, because we can give you for low interest yep no I'm familiar I'm familiar so, yeah and then and and I became a friends of some doctors here and I was the the bridge between Edna and them it was like yeah. got it. Uh, good. we have a there's a crazy and beautiful beautiful Brazilian community here and I was like what about opening up a company like this so you have like people who can help you here mm -hmm. and I know all these company all these offices here clinical offices who 
uh, need somebody else to take care of and remove this wasting stuff <laughs> and just hire some people yeah. allow them to do for yourself and at the same time you can keep the connection with the doctors yeah yeah because then you can like not just build network between american doctors and my connections in brazil and south america but have more ideas talk to them every day you know like helping them in a different way here in the united states and she had yeah. time to read some magazine books and run <laughs> you start running so you got a little bit more time up your sleeve yes. and you decided you wanted to move your body yeah well when i, when I turned 30 i got a freak out kind of <laughs> you know i get old <laughs> so and i, I decided i gotta move i gotta do something and my friend she was running and uh, i well i just decided i can do that it's easy just run <laughs> and i love it and i started after that and never stopped so you started started with 30, with uh, 30 yeah, 2010 yep. and uh now i am a ultra runner that's amazing so yeah when yeah, when you was a little bit early than that she don't like to share the hard <laughs> part yeah, like, but yeah like officially when she became ultra runner is 2010 huh? yeah officially yes when i start going to races that's that's when i i say i started <laughs> so how did you how did you start out what kind of distances were you doing and and how were you how often were you training when i started I just started slow like 5k was my my goal in the beginning and uh and then you start building after after that 5k 10k and slowly i started running two times a week and then three times a week today i i run almost every day <laughs> so you kind of building every day so on one side we've got edna who started running she's getting healthy getting fit yeah and you're working for you know a, a credit union my, yeah. and you're in the in the corporate kind of world what kind of life were you living and uh I think it was the life that everybody think it's good when you build a network, when you like have to do happy hours to talk to new, uh, new guys and meet new people and think you're going to be like billionaire when you're like 40, 50 years old. So in the end, I became fat, stupid and <laughs> sick, yep. lots of yeah. chronic disease and stuff and I was overweight a lot and got involved in an accident and I was like one day uh, working in a house doing some moving got in a truck accident broke my back and a very very bad experience that put me out completely out from my uh, uh, lifestyle for two years and got depressed because I was not able to work the way I used to. And they gave me lots of medications which builds it up like water retention in my body. And I start getting like, like having like apnea, like different like disease and, and, and nothing was working to recover that. Then they did it, one surgery to fix, didn't work pretty well. 
and because my accident kind of removed my L4 disc like the vertebrates kind of twisted and the L4 disc was like pulled out and and he, he uh, reached my sciatic nerve I was completely paralyzed at that time so this uh, doctor in kinetic helps me with some ideas to like burn my disc with this specific surgery that I do not remember the name so I lost the capacity like I have today 15% of capacity in my wasting area and after the surgery yeah the pain was gone I was able to walk but the recovery was hard physical therapy three times a week and uh, watching TV all the time not able to like go out because I was weak not just from the accident but the whole body reacts after two years no good and mentally I was not able to do it as well but thank God I got support by my wife got support for some friends and uh, start watching some videos of like people who had the same problem that I had uh, I discovered in that time a family the Hoyt team they call today the uh, I don't know if you ever saw people maybe just they don't know him by the name but have you saw this guy who pushed his son in a wheelchair his son have like a he's paralyzing and he do Iron Man's pushing the son, his son in like a, in this wheelchair and I start discovery about not just people like them but watching my wife every day doing her best to like doing every step one a day at a time running building trusting and becoming vegan i was like i can give it i, I think i can give it giving myself a chance so yeah. what made you edna decide to to go vegan was there anything in particular that kind of triggered it for you well the, a trigger was i want to become healthier and then uh, we we I started to, to watch videos. We discover Retro and his wife, mm -hmm. and then I start to see that we are not feeling well with some kind of foods. Like Nelson don't do well with uh, milk and ice cream. Every time All he ate dairy, he ate ice cream. He was so I bad. I used to get sick every time. Every he, uh, time. And I would say, you, you know, you got to stop doing eating that kind of food. And uh, we start slow. No, I'm, today I'm going to be vegan. You know, let's start slow. Cutting this, cutting that. And then one week we just start, let's cut meat. Because we're Brazilian, you know, we went to the, this place <laughs> called churrascaria it's a it's a brazilian steakhouse a brazilian right? steakhouse you we went to this place together it was yes my birthday. it was his birthday and uh, we went there to celebrate and after that we oh my god we got, got kind of sick right sick yeah sick and for edna was like and i i decided i decided first like, me, no more time. meat no more dairy i i'm a, i'm i have to stop that and then he saw that after one week. It's a little bit more, yeah. yeah it was a little bit more than one week. Like I start like pay attention the way she was like getting into it, 
Yeah. She was cutting little by little before. Yes. But that day, my birthday, she was like completely like. I was. No I was good. Destroyed. This is really <laughs> because people are skeptical about vegans, right? It is. How how come? How you guys cannot eat meat? But what about cheese, Nelson? Yeah. Oh, cheese. It was used to. I have like like European blood in my veins. <laughs> like wine and cheese and, and capacolo, all yeah. those. Yeah. Used to be, I used to have a lot in my fridge. Yeah. And uh, when I saw Edna doing that, and uh, she was like always coming with like, hey, read, read this magazine right here. Check yes. out this article <laughs> on the internet. And I, yeah, I have like, today I know that I have allergies from um, uh, lact um, lactose. Dairy, yeah, you uh, cannot have. I cannot have lactose. And uh, then I discovered that meat somehow kind of like not just make me sick but I think it's the process of the body digesting the meat kind of make my immune system goes down because though I think I don't I'm not a, a doctor or somebody who understands this or kind of stuff but I could like feel the meat like in my stomach for a week like almost a week like barking and, and like feeling this yeah. weird feeling and my body like full of like uh, 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 like not dark colors but like it was like having a weird time and even today my doctor say I don't know what you had but sleeping when I used to sleep when I used to eat meat and uh, not, I cannot say it's for the meat but the lifestyle at all I have like this explosion in my in my mind like like a shock like I was not just a pnea but this kind of like whoa like I used to wake up in the middle of the night with something sparkling inside of my head it's like okay I'm not a, like a, I don't use drugs I don't drink like crazy I'm a normal dude who goes out have a steak have a beer come back home another day the same thing next week same thing does look that looks like does look like that's the way I see my body was like slowly getting like in this bad process that was building this disease yeah you cannot and tell we're, we're healthy choices yeah and Edna yeah we are healthy choices yeah. she's like let's we, let's try these let's yeah, let's, let's, let's change, change this for organic, organic let's change that for then, more yeah. like yeah. Uh, 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 plant based mm -hmm. whole foods yeah. uh, thing instead of no, no I'm, I'm not gonna buy a barbecue today I'm gonna do this so yeah. a month later I was like eating just chicken and fish actually we become vegan without knowing we are <laughs> vegan <laughs> we didn't know about nothing man about, nothing vegan. about like, vegan like vegan no so there was no like documentary or anything like about that vegan? it was just no, like it's oh, just no. about process be was the uh, feeling process yeah yeah, yeah. So I you felt it out and it, it sounds like you're leading by example going yes. out and doing it yourself showing him articles here and there yeah. but it was more the feeling the and feeling paying attention to, uh, to, to your, body. your body I think you're 100% yes. right yeah the yeah. way you put it yeah for sure and uh, yes I read some books after like, about the, the, the vegan life like meat for pussies from my friend John Joseph yep yeah amazing book I recommend to lots of people we're actually that. reading that at the moment yeah. we, we just got the great book, book. and um, uh, I met Retro and I discovered his podcast like yours like people talking about like their experience and stuff 
And uh, I was not into it, the whole science behind or the benefits behind. I was more like, oh, that guy gave me an idea. I think I'm going to change my menu, my, car, my, my, my food this week. I'm going to do like this uh, veggie burger or instead of these or that. And, and the results... Amazing. It was uh, it's like a week of feeling it's better. Mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. What were the main differences for you? What were you feeling that was, was better? Um, I think it was more the feeling alive more, <laughs> like yep. energy. And uh, I feel like a completely different person. I'm, I'm telling the truth. Is my skin is, is changing, and my mood was changing, and uh, I'm feeling alive. I think my my girlfriend. She actually just walked in before. You might have seen her. She uh-huh. was just kind of here. Yeah. Uh-huh. She, she's she's gone again. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Anna, the same. She noticed yeah. massive differences in her mood. Yes. Uh, in her energy, energy and yeah. her skin. Yes. So the same things that you've said, she experienced yeah. exactly the same changes. Um, what the about the, the bowel movements? The, yeah. <laughs> the first thing that I saw that changed a lot, and I love it, was I had like a great food at home yep. and expensives was like the... I used to go to supermarket and spend a lot of money, like meat and blah, blah, blah. So today well, like i was like work with companies i was like oh vegans they expend a lot of money you're not gonna buy these blah 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 but in the end i save me money yes for sure. save money. when people here's the deal that's what i think people i'm not a preacher about veganism i don't want to yep. like tell people what they have to do it i'm just sharing my experience here i had exactly. like a bad way of life that's not i think there's people maybe have like better life eating meat i don't know and um, what i'm saying is like about a second chance for yourself to discover something that could change your life so for me it was like the the vegan experience wasn't hard to change my lifestyle because i saw the benefits in one week yes and i'm not i I don't want to preach like oh look at this doctor look at these look they have proof of that no 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 Try if you don't want to become vegan that's fine but check out your diet and you have this I think Matthew it's like people forget about their they, they, they can choose they have chances in this life they have this opportunity to see themselves it's like let me this, let me doubt about my lifestyle about my way of thinking and try something new that was my, my mojo I was more like into that and uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to give a chance. I'm going to follow Edna and uh, see what's going to happen. I wasn't Yeah, when like we are together in the same, same direction, it's easy to, to do it, right? In a, in, in, so it wasn't hard to become vegan because he was with me. <laughs> yeah, then we so started I have a new world. New world, yeah. So... Did you go vegan at the same time you were going through rehab for your spinal injury? No. No? No, no, no. It was more in the end. Like okay. When I was like want to recover myself from the spinal injury. Okay. It was more, yeah, it was more. Uh, so you've already gone through the... I think that my, 
my the incident that I uh, the accident that I had was some kind of trigger to start thinking about my reality, about life. And you, were you spending a lot of time on your own in I, that rehab time? Did you have a lot of time to think? Yeah, and yeah. Kind of it was more like time to look at myself in the mirror and see what you want in life. So I remember was one of the first time that I had an experience with death to see like, listen, man, you're going to die. I think that foundation, I respect any foundation, any religion, people have to choose whatever they like it. But I think when you make like an exam, like personal exam, and we start the point of your own death, and you're able to look at that and see at yourself with like, hey, man, even if you reach certain goals, you're going to die. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. But who are you? And you want to go to this moment doing only stuff that you don't like it, getting sick, doing things that you know it's not right, in a human perspective. Like, I was like, in my case, I like to emphasize this. In my case, I was like, this is not healthy for me. This is not good. That's why I think when Edna was sharing like those articles, I was discovering about Brazil, Amazon. I was discovering about uh, superfoods in that time. And, and uh, I didn't know that time about the papaya, the, the fruit. I, I didn't know nothing. And uh, I was somehow seeing those uh, 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 instructions or all those information as like as a tool to change my behavior and to promote healthy to myself and trust it to my like like believes in my mind like oh oh actually there is something I can do it let me let me let me try this and see if it's gonna work it's like when you're young and people offer you like a beer in college hey dude have a glass of shot. Oh, we have like here shot of this or shot of that. You're gonna be like crazy. Yeah, you become crazy. I, I remember in college I had like a bottle of fireball. I was like sick. <laughs> right? I just reversed the the mindset. Yeah, mindset. Okay, let me let me have a smoothie right here. Kale, broccoli. Let me let me let me see this how it works because I do not believe. So you challenged. <laughs> I you challenged, challenged your mind. own thought processes. Yes. And again, it sounds like you, you felt it out to begin with, but you also challenged yourself and then just felt it out as well on the other end. So you, you tried it, processed it in your mind and your body to see how it felt, and it felt good, I'm assuming, because I'm taste sitting across awesome. from you right the now. The taste is awesome. Tastes amazing. Unbelievable. You wanna, you wanna, it's like, a, like when you discover there, like when you have a piece of steak, you have a steak today, Oh, it was good. After a while, it's not good anymore, right? But you want a, another steak in another day. So that builds that up taste for you. And uh, when I had those smoothies, I was like, oh, this is good. And then Edna's go and went to the supermarket, make like rice, beans, something that, that with like tempeh, something yep. that I did not know about it. No, I've never like, heard of tempeh. What kind of meat is that? What kind of meat is that? And she was like, "You like it? Yeah." 
<laughs> I like it. I remember my first burger. I was like, this is a veggie burger. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't have like like knowledge about it. Yeah. I was like a guy who never just on taste and feeling. Just taste and feeling. Yes. Yeah. And the results of the, those feelings were. It's more like, like uh, listening to your body. Yeah. Because you know Nelson cannot eat uh, only beans like black beans. He's it's too strong for his stomach. Yeah. So even though, yeah. He, okay, don't eat that, right? Eat some, uh, chicken peas, uh, something different. So I think it's the you have to listen to your body. Yeah, That's the, the more important. The like you say, Matthew, like the experience of tasting and have the feeling of it's like it's strange, man. I think I've heard before that the answers uh, we have them within us. Mm. Mm -hmm. We don't have to look anywhere to find the answers. Yes. You're, you're talking about you know spending a lot of time on your own, and you had a lot of time to look at yourself in the mirror. Yes. But yeah, by eating something, your body is going to tell you whether or not yes. you like it, or if or if it like. if it goes well. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think that yeah we have a lot more power ourselves than we give ourselves credit for. Um, the yeah. only thing I regret is because I didn't know that early, yeah. right? Because today we are two years uh, in this journey already. Mm -hmm. We had more years, but we used we for a while we we eat fish, thinking fish was good instead of meat. But completely plant-based whole foods is for two years, I can say. And uh, every time, I I, I, I I not regret. I was like, why? How how I did know about it? Yes. How how cool is that? Like I, yep. today, I, I eat raw broccoli, but because I think my taste changed it, and yeah. it's unbelievable. It changes. The palate, the palate has palette. the ability to change, yeah. and it doesn't take long. No, no. I don't. No. I don't think it takes that long. You're right. I, c I don't remember what meat tastes like. I don't remember what cheese tastes like. I don't, I don't care. Nothing. I, no. I don't like care. Yeah. Um, cheese. Yeah, it's, it's very quick. Raw fruits, raw vegetables, they bring on a new uh, flavor yes. than, you know, than what you were used to before. It, it all tastes different, all tastes amazing, um, and it's clean fuel for the body. So yeah. it's, it's a win. I, I think your public, they have to understand. What I'm saying here, I'm trying to translate here. My perspective is from experience, not from knowledge. No. Think it this way. I'm a stupid guy who don't know about this kind of stuff, who is just sharing my experience. And my experience with plant-based whole foods is kind of like heaven for me. Yeah. And, and I want to, every day I want to try something different. I discover maca later. This week I was like eating a box of barucas that I discovered about it. I discovered about like foods that I didn't know that ever yeah. exist from Brazil. Yeah. That I was like, I grew up, I didn't know about that. So you've even expanded the range of foods that you're eating. Stuff that you've never heard of before. Never is coming into your life and you're, you're trying it for the first time. Even stuff from your home country. Every day something new. I was like, oh, I didn't know about this stuff. Yeah. Let's <laughs> try this. Let's yeah. try it. It's Boom. exciting. And it's like a new experience that makes me feel great and makes me not getting back to old style of food or lifestyle 
and I just don't want to reinvent myself and, yeah. and see the results because it's the new options, right? right? That's probably a good place to, to move on. So uh -huh. you, you guys have completely reinvented yourself. Yeah. So not only from the dietary standpoint, but also it sounds like you're doing some pretty amazing things with your running, um, triathlons in in your case as well. So let's go into that. I want to I want to hear about more about the um, yeah the Ironmans and the and the ultra running. That's yeah, incredible. Edna, Edna yeah. at that time she was a runner, like she was saying. And uh, look at this way. One thing, one thing. I think this is the most important thing that happened to me when I went plant-based was the sleep. I was sleeping better. Today I sleep like like an angel. I used to have trouble to sleep. And you have, I think, a good night of sleep, and your body is healthy. You have more energy. And I was like deciding to go run with Edna. Yeah. And I saw that she was fast and she was kicking my butt. <laughs> fast at that time, <laughs> not now. Like, whoa, whoa. And I was getting like into it, the, the whole thing. And I started running as a couple <laughs> for fun. Yeah. yeah. Because what I, what I think people don't get it is like, oh, I have to race it's gonna, for winning this or fast or blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, let's, let's have fun together. Yeah. So we, for a couple who used to go out with friends to have beer, right now we go out, me and her for for a run it's not every friend who likes running right no <laughs> and then Edna yeah. went and did the first marathon that's New York City yes, Marathon yes New York City yeah. Marathon my first marathon I was so scary about it was scary about oh my god New York City Marathon 26.2 is a big number <laughs> but after that wow I just love this and I did New Jersey Marathon, Hartford Marathon, oh. and I told Nelson, I want to try go more than 26.2 miles. And uh, I did the 60K here in Central Park. It was my longest after the, the marathon. And I love it. And I told him, you know, I, I don't know why, but my body responds better with endurance long runs then uh, like sprints and, and then I I moved to 50 miles <laughs> and she started running 50 and miles races yes so and I want to go back to the to the New York marathon so you, sure. the first one you did what was the feeling like crossing the finish line for the first time oh my god I feel <laughs> I felt like a super girl super woman <laughs> no, I feel I powerful like I can do this, I can do everything. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing for, her, but for me as well. Were you yes. on, were you, you were there? there it was life her. changing for me and for him because yeah. he was there and he saw how powerful it was for me. Simple things. Yes. People forget about simple things, you know, like going for a run. I think the stress of life makes people think about it. Oh, I gotta do something. You know what? It's like this. If you go to the theater, does look like you're doing something wrong because you're not in the pub. Then you go to the pub, it's not right because your friends travel to some place else. If you do it, never you never satisfy. And the simple things of life, to wake up in the morning, have a nice breakfast, becomes like I think could be something from the plants as well because, like Edna said, we become more like 
more not a life but more you wake up I think the, the there's some kind of to me it was like like her as well like some my body reacts like I'm alive I'm like I can smell better I can feel better and maybe my feelings or I don't know my body somehow become sensitive to see this kind of stuff I have a friend uh, his name is Pat McCauley he was actually the guy from my episode number one he recently did a TED talk and he did a TED talk on plant-based diets not only affecting you know our, our bodies from a, a health standpoint but all for also it gives us the ability to he firmly believes and I'm right there with him to be kinder to other people and more compassionate yes. through through our food choices sure. so I think yeah. it's it's on multiple levels that the plant-based diet affects people I yes. agree I agree, I agree. 100% <laughs> with him it's uh, it's uh, maybe people who have knowledge about it could explain and I prefer to explain by the my experience makes you feel like human again I don't know if like there is karma if there is like um, bad and good vibes at all that I, I believe in, in, in trusting each other and, and looking for the good and the and like uh, the John Joseph said the PMA in the book and uh, I can tell that when Edna crossed the finish line I was like wow well yesterday we were like we still like normal couple People say, oh, you did this marathon, you did the Ironman, you did like Ultraman or whatever. I was like, dude, I, I don't go there for compete like crazy dude. I'm, don't, I'm going there for have fun. Yes. Bring fun back to your life. And yeah. when I saw Edna crossing the finish line, yeah. she was like happy. She was <laughs> like was energized. So and uh, I was like, whoa, this is something that I can yeah. use as a tool for my marriage. And uh, I don't have to go and search for something that did not exist to make me feel complete I think I just miss the importance of simple things so back yeah. to what you were saying I'm sorry I, I definitely skipped over that is the chasing other people's lives yeah so they're doing Johannes like you the know Genesis. they well, call in America keeping up with the Joneses yeah. yeah exactly I think yeah we're always looking to others to see how to take a, our own direction but really, again, only, only us. Yes. We're the only ones that, you know, know what makes us happy. It, it's not going to be something else externally. You know, it has to no. come from within. Yes. Uh, I can definitely see that with you, with your both of your journeys. So she crosses the finish line in New York. You're on the sidelines. You're both yeah. absolutely stoked by oh, the sounds yes. of it. Yep. <laughs> Is this the catalyst for you to start running more? And oh, yeah. I signed up for... It was like two months later. I was running with her, signing yeah. up for the 9 plus 1 like stuff that the NYRR have to like experience like the small races. Yeah. And uh, I... I had some friends who used to do triathlons. I reached it to them and learned about it. And I got my first bike. And I bought another bike. <laughs> and then another bike. <laughs> and I was a good swimmer, I can tell, because yeah. of my back. I was like doing only swim. And I swim a lot when I was young. 
And so I, I tried to incorporate bike rides, swimming, and running with Edna. That was the, my first experience with triathlon. Running with Edna, my wife, doing yeah. swim to fix my back, and ride my bike with friends. So then I discovered, oh, there's a sport called triathlon. Yes. And uh, I learned it with all those guys that are like, Nelson, right now that you had experience, all of us here, somehow we are damaged as well. That guy had like diabetes. The other one had an accident, have six screws in his leg. He's still doing this. And uh, somehow I, I learned it from them, like ambition, desire to reach something without target become distraction. You know, you're like, you want to hold the world in your feet, but you don't know what you want. Why are you so busy? For what? I was like, I start to like, okay, let's build it up targets. Okay, my first race is going to be this. Then I'm going to do a New York City Marathon as well with my wife. Yeah. And I'm going to so do you did the next one. No, he, you did. We did it last year, 2017. I did it like I, one year after alone. Yeah, he did it. She alone. did not went no. back. I, I told him, I want you to experience alone. She and was then more support. We go together. That's a great so, idea. Yeah, he did it's it. It's like 16, 2016 alone. It's yeah. another thing. People think freak out about races like dude the races gonna go anywhere like, they're gonna yeah. be there forever and it's go not, slow. A, not about everyone else it's just about your experience yeah. in the yeah. race go, go. Yeah. i think that's the message for people to understand like go slowly understand not like, there to, not there to win no, no understand the fun <laughs> you got you're alive you got a heart like working for you and uh yeah you can do it Yes. Yeah, you can push yourself. You can try new things, and and uh, yeah, why not Iron Man? <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. So, yeah. when did you decide to do your first Iron Man event? It was after the the New York City Marathon. I think I saw myself I was like, you know what? Let's go for an Iron Man right now because yeah. marathon was too easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. if you look for the perspective of the pain or the or the speed. If, you're not gonna understand what I'm saying, but if you see the community, like um, 50,000 people all together, motivated to do like 26.2 miles, and people on the streets celebrating and stuff, and then you see like yourself with them, and yeah, you feel like a rock star. You, you feel like feel a rock star. Look, amazing, I'm, I'm doing like these, and you remember your yes. past because you cannot forget your past. You you don't judge and the people who are next to you. You wanna run with them. Like let's go, let's do this. No, it's, it's not. It's a race, but you don't feel like a race. So you feel like, yeah, let's do it. And you want to help? Like I've I've yeah. done a couple of half marathons, uh -huh. so I've never uh -huh. done a full one, but I've done a, a couple of halves. I think I've done three. But you're you're absolutely right. There's yes. people next to you that you've never met in your life. Mm -hmm. You'll probably never meet again. Yes. Right. But you find some kind of bond together, yeah. and you want to help each other get across yeah. the finish line. It's, it's not beautiful. a race. It's yeah. Yeah, it's a great feeling. It's great. I remember in, in one of the half marathons I did, I think it was to do with my nutrition during the event. I don't think uh -huh, I uh -huh. I don't think I had it dialed in, and I I never trained drinking like any of those Gatorade drinks or Powerades. Right. But in the race, uh -huh. I had. <laughs> And I think I got like a big sugar spike during okay. the race. 
and I was I was crushing it. I, I was I had my headphones in and I knew I was on time Whole to do a personal best. Uh-huh. But with about a mile to go, I just had a crash. I think it was from the sugar you hit the wall. I think yeah. so. But all awesome. these all these uh-huh. people coming past. Uh-huh. I'm walking like not feeling super good. Yeah. But everyone running past like, come on, man, you've yeah, got this. Awesome. That's amazing. Yes. And that's what gets you back up again yeah. to to keep going. So yeah. I. I completely feel you. I really, Matthew, today I really believe in you just said when people pass by and tell you, keep going. I really believe in this message. And I tell people all the time, like, I remember when I was young, there's a passage in the Bible called to do, to do an extra mile. The, 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 uh, the priest used to say about walk the extra mile to like reach new, new levels, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, today doing those endurance races I was like okay if you walk the extra mile at the beginning of the race you think like oh I'm gonna do a 5k then you do six uh, 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 one extra mile or if you do like like you say you did a half marathon but then you go for the 14 14 mile and uh, you see how hard it is but you know what it is hard, but it's everybody's in pain like you, yeah. and the motivation is higher. That's my experience, like with the endurance. People are afraid to do like a marathon because oh, it's 26 point miles. But if you did a 5k and you like it, it was painful, but just walk. And but pay attention to you know your present, your present moment, the environment. How people are like reacting. See. Don't don't do it just waiting for the end. Doing for this moment of experience. Like in an Iron Man, you see people dying, puking, getting broke, and crying, and and you see like 60, 75. I have a friend who I was talking. He's from New York, 98 years old. I don't know if he's still alive. I have not seen him for a while. I gotta call him. He do triathlons. He was like, I, did, I signed up for 70.3. Like last year, I was talking to Hannah Central Park. I signed up for the Eagle Man in Maryland for the next year now, so I'm going to be there. And How old was he? 98. 98. 98. And he said, my doctor, he said not to do it because one side of my heart is bigger than the other. So I told him, I don't have to be alive anymore. I'm going <laughs> to do it because my friends and, my, and the experience is going to be there. I was like, dude, you, where is the TV station, man? They gotta have to make a documentary about yourself. Because why people do that? When people got cancer, what they do, they sign up for Iron Man sometimes. Or traveling, whatever. I, I don't care what kind of experience. But they do something for themselves. And there is like when you go to a marathon, you see people, young people, yes, of course. But you see people who are actually not supposed to, to be there. And they sometimes kick your butt. I was talking to Vlad today about the Achilles team in New York who help like handicap people to do runnings. And uh, I remember I got my ass kicked by this blind guy. He was born with, without the capacity to see. And I was pushing myself harder like I was full of energy. When I saw these guys blind passing me, you know what? I was not jealous. 
I was like almost like in, 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 in this state of emotion that I was like, dude, I'm doing something. Finally, I'm doing something that it's worth it to do it. And you feel part of the community. You know, you feel glad to be there and watch that. That's, that's incredible that that, first of all, 98-year-old man, you know, he's able to push himself to do an Ironman. Uh-huh. Yeah. A blind man running yeah. able to push himself to do an iron man and kick your ass yeah that's amazing <laughs> it is when was the first iron man for you first i full i, I did a couple 70.3s after the new york city marathon 2014 2015 my first full iron man was 2016 and lake placid and uh lake placid new york it's 140.6 miles it's a hard one but I decided to go for that one because not just some friends of mine who were there like preparing themselves for Kona. They, they, they were there supporting me and I was there like to challenge myself with a mentality that, okay, I can finish this in 17 hours or something. And uh, yeah, I went my, my, for my first 2016. And it was somehow amazing experience, but it was not easy. An Ironman is not an easy race because I think like the way I push it myself during the training, because Ironman trainings, it is harder than the race. The race is a celebration, but for you to build it up, endurance to do a, a race in that, uh, that distance, that distance you got to work hard during the last the three months before the race. And I, I did not know that my feet was with some kind of injury. So I ended up breaking my feet doing the bike ride. And it uh, was okay because I was probably high off the race. And actually, I was taking Advil pills during the race. Think it this way, a stupid guy doing his first Ironman, he do not understand about the uh, the the malefice, the 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 problems to take an Advil during the race. You cannot take Advil during the race. No. Distance race. No. no. So uh, I finished the ride. I was like, the swim was good. Swim, I'm good. The swimmer, I was doing great. How far? The was bike the, ride. How far was the swim? It's 2.4 miles, and. Uh, uh, the bike ride was okay. Yeah, the first climb, I mean, it was the first, like Lake Placid is two loops around this area. So the first loop, I, I, I had the bad experience. So the second loop, I would start taking Advil for the marathon. So during the marathon, I, I, I cannot say for sure, but I take more than 15 Advils. And uh, at, uh, after half marathon, I was not able to feel my belly in my wasting area at all. I was like numb, completely numb. Not able to pee, no way, not able to feel nothing. So I finished the race. I was like happy, but was like, come on, man. I, I look at myself in that moment. I was like reflecting on myself. I finished an Ironman. But I ended up in a medical tent with almost a kidney shutdown. And, and uh, at, the, at the tent, we've all like, Ironman is a great community, man. The triathletes, the community, great supporters. Lake Placid, something else. The, uh, I think, I think, just to see those volunteers doing their job, the way they treat you, it's awesome. 
So they, they said, they asked me a question. I told them that I took Advil and I had a broken foot and blah, blah, blah. And they said, dude, they took my blood. They said, yeah, you got almost, your, shitney, your kidney almost shut down. So they gave me some bags of IV medication and I was able to recover, but I almost ended up in the hospital. So when I got home and I reflect on the experience, so I signed up for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that did not deter you? No. No, no. no. I, think, I think that was the, the pinnacle, yep. the experience not to be able to finish was the pinnacle to see like more about like, that's why you do what you do. Because one day you're not gonna be able to walk. One day you're not gonna be able to share good vibes with people. One day you're not gonna be able to like, try to survive in this hardcore reality. It, it's tough, it, it is hell. I'm not saying life is good. What I'm saying is like, with the experience that I had with my life as work for like a corporation, the, the, the learning that I had with my wife, seeing her producing, uh, changing her life, and the pain that I had in that race, and the people that I met, and the experience, and the motivation behind people that you can, if you do not doing that, this kind of stuff, you can judge, oh, what the hell this guy is doing this? He wanna show off? No, 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 it's not about showing off. It's about using a mechanism, a tool, to keep yourself insane uh, and I insane to live life so I put all of these in my life in Brazil in a box and I was like oh I think this is what my father and grandfather used to tell me when you that this is the real real life this is the thing it's gonna be hard it's gonna be difficulty but you are able to take it so I signed up for the next race and my wife was like okay I'm gonna do another ultra and I was like, okay, and um, let's work less. Let's live like the minimal we can and uh, enjoy this yeah. kind of stuff and see how it goes. So you're yes. li living more. Oh yeah, Live is more. working less. Minimal working yeah. less. Yeah, minimal, minimal living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Minimal living's huge yeah. as well. Uh, you know the the material items. Material. Yeah. We, we don't need so much to no, get no, away. We no, don't. No, no, no. We don't. It's another thing that yes. we learn. And we don't waste food. W you buy what you eat. You, if yeah, you no don't want to eat to eat, don't buy it. So that's our, our life. I don't remember. A friend of mine one time told me, uh, for you to buy a Prius, you need to have a Porsche first. <laughs> buy a Porsche. You're going to see. It's not a big deal. It's no. It's then you're going to see, okay. I can drive a Prius as well. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be it's not gonna change myself. You are. Not gonna change my life. So I think with the experience we had, it was like, you know what? I'm yeah. blessed. I don't know it. I'm, yeah. I'm at it every day. Too much things in so my life much. that I really don't need it. And uh, races and the ultra running community, the Ironman community. Yes, Ironman is not. Listen, it's about priorities. I, I know Ironman is not cheap. It's expensive to do races like that. You gotta like maintain your bike, and you gotta training. You need hours. It's like a, almost like a, a full-time job to train yourself for this kind of stuff. But you have to decide what you want in life. I completely understand people who, like, work for corporation and they are happy with. They are not killing themselves. The same time that I understand people like myself who do Ironmans, do triathlon, like my wife do ultra running, and it's not killing themselves. 
We are not killing ourselves. We're not, not doing this for show off. But I do not understand people who do Ironmans or work for a corporation and don't like to do that because they have to do it or because it's the new like uh, cool life, thing cool to do. Thing to do it. Yeah. No, man. There's different things. You gotta do what works for you. Go play piano or something. And back to you definitely alluded. You've alluded to it a couple of times during the conversation. Is that mm -hmm. it's all our choice. Mm -hmm. Yes. No yes. one's forcing us no. to make these decisions. If you're putting yourself through some kind of hell that you don't like, you're putting yourself through that. You're deciding to get up in the morning every day yeah. and go to that job. Or, you know, if you, you could not like running. If, if you don't like running and you're yeah. deciding to do it over yes. and over again, yes. it's, it's your choice. Absolutely. We can, we can find things that we enjoy... And we can choose to do more of those, more of those activities, more of those things. Yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, I met this guy. Probably some people know Wim Hof, yeah. the Iceman. The Iceman, yeah. And uh, he is another amazing guy that I had the privilege to meet and talk and spend time. And uh, I talked to him about choices. I was like, we live in a society right now that people, they think they, cannot, they don't have this tool in their hands anymore. You, you are able to choose. But because of the demands, people always complain about it. Yeah, I cannot choose because I have to pay this. Oh, now senior say this because I don't have you don't have children. Okay, I understand you have children, so enjoy your children. That's what I'm saying. That's it. Yeah. But do not complain because you're not doing an Ironman. You know, if you want to do an Ironman and have children, okay, work for it. But if you want to do an Ironman, have children, buy a Ferrari, buy a building, buy a plan, <laughs> buy a these or do. It's gonna be hard, <laughs> you know. Choose first one thing at time, and see what's gonna happen. You're gonna, with time, discovering what you really like for, right? Yeah, I, mean. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. So yes. kind of choose one thing, get that dialed in. Yes. Get good at it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Consume yourself in it, and then we can start looking at yes uh, other yeah. choices. Step by step. Uh, step by step. Yes. Try. Start with a 5K. Yeah. Do a 10K. <laughs> do a marathon. Yes. I think like, it's a great idea of philosophy for life. Like endurance for both of us. I, I think I can say for Edna this. We use a mechanism as a tool for life. Compounding. You know, like a compounding thing. People go to Wall Street, put their money, wait for the interesting compounding, build it up extra, boom, 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 and make money for themselves. What about their, their soul? You can compound as well. Yeah. You can like every day, consistent, consistency, little bit here, little bit there. It's not gonna change from like in one month and one year. No, I, I just enjoy the little thing. I continue to hear this over and over again. Ritual says it a lot. Is just to keep showing up, keep yes. showing up. Yeah, keep showing up. It's the consistency. It's the persistence. Enjoy it. Yeah. Have fun. Yes, yes. But if, if we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to show up in the first place, then we're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna proceed. We're not gonna get better at the things we want to get better at because we're not gonna master them in one attempt. We have to keep showing up. I yeah. think that's key. Sometimes you you don't going to like it to show up, showing up. It's the hard part, yes. right? Yes, but you have to because 
that's the, the, the part when going to build you who, who you are. So that's important. Show up if you're feeling good or not. Just be there. So I had some moments that I had what Edna say as a motivation. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this because I don't want to do it. <laughs> because I know yeah. for sure that if I do it, yeah. I'm gonna because be glad the, later yeah. because the experience. Sometimes that I had people before. think we love running every day. You love triathlon every day. It's not the not true. Not true. <laughs> it's Sometimes that you ha you saw in your schedule there are five miles to do it ten miles oh my god <laughs> but you have to do it show up go for fun yes for fun i think fun today you don't like tomorrow you're gonna like it you know you we are uh, feeling people you feel so you don't don't go for but in base of your feelings you know it's not going to work nothing no i love that guys i think you've you've summed that up really nicely and i think yeah. it's, it's probably time for us we can start to wrap this up but i i do okay. have a question for both of you so sure. so what's next for both of you in terms of the the events that you're you're starting to to move towards okay um for me i'm going to do a 100k next april in connecticut it's uh, I'm building to do a uh, hundred miles. So my next step is a hundred k. So it's a hundred k run. A run, yes. And it's in Connecticut. It is in Connecticut. Yeah, Very Lake nice. Waramug. And yeah. there's the New York City Marathon you're gonna do oh, together as yes. well, right? Don't there's forget, New York City like Marathon in, in November fourth. Of course, yes, gonna celebrate going that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot that. <laughs> you see, oh like, my God. like <laughs> she said, like one day you do 10 miles, we did it yes. last weekend. Today we did it 15 miles. Next weekend is going to be 18 miles. Then 20 miles, so yes. you're going to build it. Then you're going to do 26 miles in yeah. the New York City Marathon and not going to stop. No. And no. you're going to prepare for the 100. No. Okay. You know, my mind is 100. <laughs> yeah, she, she's focused on the 100. Yeah, I'm focused. Where's the 100 mile event? Have you chosen one? Yeah, or? I didn't choose yet. No, no, no. it's kind of hard to choose. We'll we'll leave that till later. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> get the hundred k done yes, first, and then and then the we'll we'll, we'll talk again when we're getting <laughs> yes. closer to the hundred the hundred miles. For sure. <laughs> and how about you? Uh, so, of course, I'm gonna stay with Edna for that because I think ultra running helps a lot for Ironmans. And uh, September, I'm gonna do the swimming run, and and Rhode Island. Swim, running, and Block Island. I'm working on that, and uh, of course, all the the building project we have been doing with NYRR for the New York City Marathon. I'm gonna be here in the Central Park and doing the races, like um, the Bronx, right? Yes, yeah, the Bronx, Bronx and Miles yeah, and other small nice races. Race. Like, of course, training every day, swim, bike, and run, and. Uh, then I'm going to do my uh, the Eagle Man next year. It's going to be the, the summer for the next year. And Iron Man um, Maryland next year at the end of the summer. And uh, Main 70.3 as well in September next year. And working to do the Quasi 70.3 in Waterbury, Connecticut as, as a building project as well. And always you got to go for these small races, right? To speed up your... Uh, life like like Olympic distance triathlons to have fun with friends and, and enjoy the, 
that specific momentum and the talking after and see what's gonna happen so for future plan yeah I'm gonna sign up for Ultraman the goal is the Ultraman in Florida you have to be accepted you gotta have like you gotta build that up mileage to be accepted like the Western 100 you have to be a, a, to a top athlete to do that right and if I'm still alive right <laughs> Keeping doing. Yeah. If keep I doing. die, die happy because I was trying something. And of course, all fueled by plant-based and organic grill. Yeah. <laughs> Be here every weekend. I was like talking to the Vlad and say, dude, if I was like a rich guy, like I gonna be hard to not come here every day and or hire you to to cook for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, the food is amazing. Yeah. And it's not just the food, you know. We're able to connect in a wider yeah. community by this place. Yes. Vlad's an amazing person. He, yes. He's helped me to connect with, with people like yourselves. Oh, so I think yeah. we have a much wider community that we can, uh, you know, we can start to share our stories and start to meet other people. Not just that, to see people like you, Matthew, doing the work you are doing. And if you compare yourself to the rest of the world, we don't have nobody today, right? It's one, two, three, four, but guys like you are warriors you're like pioneers like like conquering frontiers and having balls to do by yourself from your pocket from your time and, and, and reaching new levels that yes keeping that pathway because i think like life is like a full of pathways you chose that we were talking all the time here about choose choose these two. you chose that and I hope you can stick it up with this forever and die happy with all this information you have like shared with us already. And I'm super glad to be a part of this. Me too. That's a perfect place to to finish up. I I, I really appreciate that, man. That is, they're some of the nicest words I've heard. Um, and I respect you you both greatly for for what you're doing. And I'm gonna continue to follow your journey. And I'm sure you'll be back on the podcast in the future there's awesome. no doubt about awesome. that yes. our pleasure thanks for meeting me today on the fly Welcome. this Thank was you. this was definitely um, something not planned but New York City's like that isn't it it, yeah. it definitely uh, <laughs> you never know what's around the corner so yeah. appreciate it guys we'll catch up again soon and yeah thanks very much alright thank you awesome to everyone that tuned in today Thank you so much. I really do appreciate the support and the time that you've given up to join me. You can find me on Instagram at VegTalk. That's V-E-D-G-E-T-A-L-K. I'd love to hear from you. So drop me a comment or a message and tag any of your mates that you think would really enjoy this episode. Finally, if you do have a spare minute or two, I'd really appreciate a review or a rating on the podcast app that you're currently using. This will really help the podcast to reach more humans around the world. Have a great week, everyone. I'll talk to you soon.